Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Live from Atlanta, the moment you wait for all week. Your chance to get informed, entertained, and occasionally outraged. Welcome to the John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio. And we'll say occasionally outraged. Though I feel this morning you might uh, get aggravated with me a little more than normal. You never ever know. John Kincaid Show on CBS Sports Radio, coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studios. When you are looking for certainty in the home buying process with a loan that fits your life, Rocket can. The folks from Rocket Mortgage will take great care of you. Anthony Pierno running the ship at Tony Pierno on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at John Kincaid, K-I-N-C-A-D-E. My daughter says that my Instagram at Kincaid Radio is one of the worst things you could ever spend your time on. She thinks I have a horrible Instagram game, so I give you that in advance. I give you that as a warning, though I am very handsome. So at least you get that. At least you get a little eye candy for the ladies in the audience. And not that there's anything wrong with that for the guys in the audience. Uh, you know, at least you get some good, you know, get some stud muffin pictures from time to time. Hopefully uh, Anthony's having a good morning because his Islanders have made the uh, Final Four. Congratulations, Anthony Pierno, on your Islanders. There it is. There it is. The Islanders in the Final Four. How about that, John? Congratulations. Took down the Flyers. Congra- oh, you know I like that. You know what I was worried about, though? I was worried that the other night I sent you a picture. By the yeah. way, did you use it? No, I did not use it. I was at a buddy's house last night. I just got caught up in the moment. And okay, but you need to use it. You need to put that out there. All right, I'll put or it up should this I, morning. Or should I put it out I there? I can put it out this morning. Okay, put it out there this morning. You know, it's, it, is that a great picture or what? It's funny. It, that is great. There you go. Well, not enough because you're in the Final Four, but my team's in the Final Four too. Yeah, both teams had 3-1 leads. We blew it. Came oh. down to a Game 7. We prevailed. Yours was a lot more... Comfortable and relaxing, Game 7. But the former Islander, Robin Leonard and Netboy, he's been Man, unbelievable. You, he's, been he's on fire. Three shutouts in the conference finals? Yes. Or in the, gotta, uh, in the second round there. I got to tell you this, I um, and and there, there are some great theme songs to this, though, for this series. Because you have, like, you could do Viva Las Vegas. Then you can do the theme to Dallas, which is one of the greatest TV theme. They might be the greatest TV theme of all time. There's a lot of things that uh, play into that series. And then you get New York and Florida. And considering all the New Yorkers go to Florida, 
They finally escape at some point, figuring that they can't pay the taxes anymore, and they just rush to Florida. So a, a New York-Florida-type matchup is pretty exciting, too, when Tampa is in there, too. So, uh, But I heard Sal tease last hour. He goes, We're, you can talk about the Islanders, and you can talk about the Mets if you'd like to. Uh, we will not be freaking talking about the Islanders and the Mets. This is CBS Sports Radio. That means there's people in California, New York, Chicago, L.A., Texas, Georgia, Kansas City that don't give a flip about the freaking Mets. If I can say so, they don't care about the Mets. Sometimes we forget, and I apologize. Sometimes we forget. Meet the Mets. The Mets are a national punchline. Nobody is going, turning on to CBS Sports Radio, going, man, I, wear, I tell you, let's hope we can get some good Mets talk this hour. My gosh, they, they revolt, they, they're revolting, and they're non-factor. My gosh. And the only reason we mentioned the NHL right off the top is because Anthony and I both had a personal interest, and I wanted to congratulate him. What we're going to talk about is what national radio audiences tend to talk about. They tend to talk about the storylines of the day that are the most interesting. We talk about the breaking news of the day, uh, which sometimes comes about. But we talk football on this show. That's what we do. We talk football. Mets talk gets sort of put down, you know, like it, it just goes down the list. When I'm putting together the show, Mets talk just doesn't tend to cut it. I, you know, I, I want to fit that Mets talk in, but we walk away from it. You know, I mean, and then and it's, it's unbelievable. Don't even get me started. You people want more. You want more. And we'll be plenty on the Bucks and the Lakers later on today. Two teams facing strange, strange occurrences. The Miami Heat, I flat out will raise my hand and say, I apologize. I apologize. I'm, I, I would put it to say that I was completely ignorant on the Miami Heat's chances. In this NBA bubble, completely ignorant. And not many hosts will tell you and be honest with you like that. They'll be going, you know, I really thought the Heat had a team that could potentially pull something off. When Lundberg tells you that, buy it. When Lundberg tells you that, who eats, sleeps, drinks NBA, it's in his blood. You could cut his, cut his wrists. And I swear Marv Albert would come out. I mean, the guy loves it when you hear Lundberg talking about the NBA. I get, I get educated a little bit every time I hear Robin talking about the NBA. But I missed the boat on them. But the Toronto Raptors, can I just say this? You've seen the horror movie. You've seen it. In every horror movie, there's a point where, whether it's Jason Voorhees or Michael Myers or I can't think of their Freddy Krueger, uh, when you've got the opportunity... To kill the monster. You got to make sure they're dead. There's always. I can always tell you. If somebody falls off a cliff. Which is what happened to Nell Benson this week on General Hospital. Nell went off the cliff. And I think America cheered. Because Nell's an evil character. But she fell off a cliff. And Nell was not found. Nell was not found. So I promise you. Nell's alive. Wake up. She's alive. If they don't find the body in Port Charles, I guarantee you she's alive. When you had a chance to kill the Toronto Raptors, the defending champions, when they had a chance to just be, you had your hands on the throat 
and you had a chance to knock him out. What happens? Well, first off, I'm going to tell you this, and I talked about it Friday morning on the DA show. You can do math. I can do math. I don't know any way that you're able to inbound a ball, set, get a shot off in .5 seconds. I have no idea. And I heard that, well, the clock operators are neutral site. That's how it was described to me. Well, they're neutral site people. It's not like somebody had an agenda there. I'm just telling you this. I don't believe you can inbound that ball, set, shoot in half a second. That said, it counted. And the Boston Celtics opened the door to the Toronto Raptors to be alive. That is a scary proposition. When you have the opportunity to take the monster and you get to, you get to knock him out you you have to you have to kill him you have to take the if you have the sword in your hand make sure you pierce the heart run right through them don't stab them run right through them you get that opportunity do it and they didn't do it they didn't do it and that's a problem that is a problem you've got you when you have a chance to take one of these teams out You've got to take them out. And now what? The defending NBA champions are 2-2. And yes, they do not have Kawhi Leonard. But the Celtics had it right in their grasp, and now they potentially are letting it slip out. And that could end up being a problem for them. Now, I have no idea what the Los Angeles Clippers are doing. And I must tell you, and I'm going to give you, uh, you know, full honesty, I saw probably... 10 minutes, 12 minutes of this game live, and I've been watching more in the studio here um, from last night. The Clippers against Dallas. I said, okay, the Clippers are supposed to be one of the best defensive teams in basketball. They're supposed to be a team that is just going to, they're just going to stifle you. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna just run you into the ground. It's going to be suffocating. It's going to be stifling. The first game, Denver doesn't even show up. And now what I'm seeing here, and I'm still into this game watching it on a monitor, the Denver Nuggets just look like, they look like a completely different team. And again, in the bubble at times, Doc Rivers' Clippers almost seem like there's a level of, I, I don't want to say disinterest because that's not, that's not fair because that almost denotes a unprofessionalism. That's not fair that they forget who they are or what they're supposed to be. And that surprises me. We'll talk plenty of NBA in the course of the day today, but Clippers and Denver are tied 1-1, and the Celtics and the Raptors are tied 2-2 in their series. And we will get into what's coming up today. LeBron and everybody freaked out in the last series when LeBron and the Lakers came out in that series against Portland, got beaten the first game, and everybody was starting to proclaim, "Uh uh-oh, here it comes. Uh Uh-oh, here it comes. Somebody's caught up to the Lakers. Look, catching up to this Lakers team shouldn't be that hard. Honestly, it shouldn't. They're not that. I mean, this is a Laker team that is not that good. They are not able to just roll the basketballs on the court and just dominate people. They're not that deep. But if the Houston Rockets can keep small ball, fast, run the Lakers into the ground, it could be a real, I mean, this could be a very, very troublesome series for them. And later on in the next hour, 
Sam Quinn from CBS Sports joins us, NBA writer, who has done some great stuff on this. And before the series, he thought that the Houston Rockets could end up being the Lakers' worst nightmare. And he wrote a piece, broke it down, why the Houston Rockets could be such a problem for the Lakers. Now, Lakers find themselves in one of those things. When you lose the first game of a series, you start to feel that pressure. Not many teams come back from 0-2. It doesn't seem like a lot, but not many teams come back from 0-2. So just prepare yourself for that. Uh, And I'll tell you that today, 7 o'clock Eastern time, so around 45 minutes from now, 48 minutes from now, we will give you our playoff seedings in the NFC and AFC. We'll tell you the seven teams in the Eastern and, excuse me, in the uh, uh, NFC and the AFC. And we'll tell you where they are seated in our fictional playoffs. And then at 8 o'clock Eastern time today, top of the hour, Anthony and I will match wits and we will play it out. Anthony, I did it scientifically yesterday three times and I will only tease, and I teased it last night before Betty Buy, that there is a, I have a Super Bowl champion that I've never picked before. I did see that tweet, so I'm, I am interested. And I have a, I have some, my, t- my picks are not safe. What does that mean you did it scientifically? I really tried. Mean? I mean, I tried studying every single thing. Had that a couple I could. Of glasses of wine or something. No, like that I did and... not. I've not had any. I have not had any alcohol since our. We're still coming off of the Buck and Kincaid twentieth anniversary party scene, so I've not had any um, alcoholic beverages since. So How know, much did you have then? Oh, I did. Maybe I had a, a more than I usually would. Like you know, as far as just a, a celebratory cocktail or two. But you know, I don't. I don't drink that much. Were you able to not... drive home that night? Yeah, you can Uber. Oh, Uber. but you Uber, so you didn't drive yeah, that. Uber, you don't. Have to, no, there's no. Are you, are you kidding me? I have a morals clause. Are you stupid? I have a morals clause. The only way they can't pay you is if they, if they, if you do something where you end up in the newspaper and you're really, really bad. Hopefully, that's not going to happen. I don't expect anything like that to happen. Going to keep it really. Now you've jinxed it, Anthony. Now you've, <laughs> now, you've to, now you've totally jinxed it. Got it to do it. All right. Well, he, but here's where we start the day. I'd like a moment of silence for Dan Walken from USA Today College Football, right? A little moment of silence. And please, uh, for Stuart Mandel, honestly, Pat Forty, my buddy Pat Forty, who I love, I, I, I just want a little moment of silence this morning. For all the people who told you, why are we even trying? Why are you even trying? I give you a lot of things. I'll, I'll, I'll give you this. 59 nothing Marshall over Eastern Kentucky. 42 nothing Army over Middle Tennessee State. SMU beats Texas State 31-24. Look, I know these games are crappy. Memphis beats Arkansas State 37-24. UTEP, 24-14 winners over Stephen F. Austin. Yes, those are college football scores. Because you know what they all did? You know what Army did? We knew Army would, right? You know what Marshall did? They woke up yesterday morning and said, nope, we can do this. We can play. We can hide under the covers and peek out of our window shades and wonder, is the world going on out there? What are we doing? You can be like the Big Ten, or you can sprout a pair and be like everybody else. You can say, we're willing to try. 
There is enough science there to tell you it's okay to try. And another thing that there is, it's okay to fail. But you know what? They tried in the NHL. There are four cities left. Yes, we can. Yeah, they tried in the NBA, and the bubble's going beautifully. Yes, we can. Yeah, they tried in Major League Baseball, and we're approaching the two-thirds mark. Yes, we can. Of the regular season. Yes, we can. Mm, Yeah, we can. Thank you, Barack. We can. We can. There's three weeks left in the baseball season. I know it doesn't seem believable. There's three weeks left in the baseball season. And college football's kicked off. And we are four nights away from NFL football. Four nights away. We're going to go to sleep four nights. And then we're going to wake up. And there's going to be NFL football. Yes, we can. Thank you, Barack Obama. Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Because the people who told you that it was okay to try have once again ended up the people that were right. Yes, we can. And since March, we've started every single show talking about the boogeyman of the pandemic, the facts of the pandemic, and the truth of the pandemic. And what we refuse to believe on this show is, well, why would you even try? I mean, it, there, there's no use trying. <laughs> yes. We're the show of can. We can. We can try. And yes, you know we what? can. Moment of silence for all of the. Now, they're, they're probably sucking their thumbs right now underneath the covers. Too nervous to even get out of bed this morning because they heard that there still is coronavirus out there. So they're very nervous. They're very nervous. When in fact, you can try. You can try. And guess what? That doesn't mean you're going to succeed. There are no guarantees in life. But man, is it fun to succeed. Isn't it fun? Well, plenty of time for you to get in with me on the show today. I love hearing from you. You're, you're, you're good people. We love talking to you. Our toll-free line, 855-212-4227. Sponsored by Geico. Did you know right now, Geico's offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies on top of what Geico could already save you? So what are you waiting for? Visit geico.com to learn more today. Here's what the science told them. The science told them it's worth it. We'll get to it next. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. This is the John Kincaid Show. The show for those who choose to live their sports life with a positive outlook. Let's get back to the JK Show on CBS Sports Radio. Yes, and for those of you who have fallen victim to the negative sports media and the, which by the way, Now they are trying to claim victim status. Have you heard this? Have you felt this spin? We don't hate sports. It's the most ridiculous thing in the world that anybody would say that, that we're rooting against sports coming back. I have not heard anybody make the claim they're rooting against sports. And if you are, you're stupid. That's stupid. I haven't heard that claim. The claim that I have heard is it's strange for people who are in the sports media 
to have decided to have taken every single negative potential angle on every freaking story about coronavirus. That is a completely different thing. That's an editorial decision on people's parts. And they'll always hide behind, well, you know, there are plenty of doctors who agree with me, so I don't know what you... Dude, the ship is burning. And it's taking on water. Stop doubling down on the stupidity. Yes, there are doctors that will agree with you. There are doctors that will tell you that eating dirt could help you. Here's some things I found out this week, because this seems to be the new sports media thing. Well, you know, there's medical evidence. There's a lot of medical doctors. Uh, have you seen the doctors that, uh, the, that told the Pac-12 and the, and the Big Ten not to play? Have you seen that? Well, I'm going to like just choose. that. Uh, so, in other words, they make it out like the SEC, ACC, uh, NFL, and all the Like they went doctor shopping. To find doctors that would agree with them. So, then, so of course, their worldview, their point of view that they've decided to adopt, they believe there must be doctors who are in the bag of these people who, who obviously are just going to make things up. Okay, so even if that was the case. The doctors that told the NBA to go forward? The doctors that told the NHL to go forward? The doctors that told MLB, Major League Baseball, to go forward without a bubble? Memo. There are a lot of doctors out there that disagree with your pull the covers over your head and suck your thumb strategy. A lot of them. And by the way, those doctors have been right. So why would you continually double down thinking, well, they've been, those doctors have been, they've been right here, but I don't think they're going to be right about the big 10. It'd be different. The NCAA's Dr. Brian Hainline works very closely with the SEC, big 12, ACC, and all of the autonomy five conferences. And you can find this from Athlon Sports' Brian Fisher. He wrote about it extensively. And he, this is Dr. Hainline quoting, I work very closely with the SEC, Big 12, ACC, and all of the Autonomy Five conferences. The final recommendations were exactly aligned with the NCAA decisions. So I am highly confident from a decision-making point of view with regards to football. Nobody is denying facts. Highly respected individuals in their fields are looking at the data. Some of it's you take a risk if you do this and a risk if you don't do that. The sort of tolerance you have in playing it out. Ultimately, the virus will decide. Bingo. Eventually, the virus will decide. Here's what the virus has decided so far. The NBA bubbles worked. The NHL bubbles worked. Major League Baseball has worked without a bubble. And college football's off to a rousing start. So I saw this screaming headline yesterday. And I don't know, Anthony, did you see the headline? Tennessee did not scrimmage yesterday. They held 44 players out of, the scr- out of scrimmaging. Did you see this headline? Sounds scary. 
44. Now what, what, now, what does that, what does the headline say to you? Tennessee doesn't scrimmage yesterday. They held 44 players out yesterday. That's, that's scary, right? What do you assume? But, but what do you assume by the headline when you hear that 44 players were held out? Everyone has coronavirus? Uh, yeah, and that would be a lie. And that would be a false story. You know how many of the 44 have tested positive for coronavirus? Zero. No, seven. Seven. But because of contact tracing, they decided out of a multitude of trying to be very, very cautious and smart so they don't sink their season or have anybody get, they decided to hold 37 other people out because of contact tracing. It's also important to note one of the media outlets out of Tennessee suspecting that one player showing any kind of symptoms, other players showing asymptomatic, reportedly asymptomatic. But the headline is 44. (gasps) 44. Oh, my gosh. Sort of like that headline the other day where you heard that 30 to 35 percent of players in the Big Ten that had contracted coronavirus had myocarditis? 30 to 35%. Oh, my gosh. If that happened, myocarditis, by the way, is not a condition that is brought on by coronavirus. It's a vi- it is a condition that is brought on by any potential virus. Any virus. And a 30 to 35% rate of, of just myocarditis happening from any other virus would be more than 20 times the average. As I read the New York Times piece. Be more than 20 times the average. But it didn't stop the college football, oh my gosh, media, oh, this is terrible, we're going to have body bags, this is terrible. Here's something I would just say. We are in an era where you can try or you can not. You can, you can choose to be overly cautious, and I, I have not, and I purposely always try to avoid the word scared. You can be overly cautious, or you can make the attempt. And medicine has told us we can make the attempt. And by the way, those who have attempted are a rousing success. And I applaud every single one of them. It makes me happy. It makes me really happy. I applaud those who try in life and those who have success. He can sing, hum, or recite almost every TV theme song. And he's actually proud of that. Go figure. Back to the J.K. Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is one that I could bust out at any time. Just And if it gets in my head, by the way, you can watch the entire series on uh, Amazon free with commercials. All right. If you haven't seen Boston Legal and you would just like to laugh, a legal drama that is a comedy drama, but it's mostly a comedy. Really, really fun. William Shatner and everything. I did, I did not watch Star Trek, so I did not know 
William Shatner other than the fact that he was T.J. Hooker. Now, Anthony, that's probably you don't know who T.J. Hooker is, right? I've heard, know? but I mean, I um, I knew him from. He was T.J. Hooker. Yeah, you see, I did not watch Star. You watch Star Trek? Uh, when I was little, yeah, I did. Uh, I did catch Star did Trek. Did yes. I've never watched Star Trek. My wife had. I did never. I never watched Star Trek. But there you go. It's Boston Legals where I really just absolutely love William Shatner. You ever get William Shatner on the show for me, Anthony? I'm telling you, there could. I'll work on that for you. That could be like a I'll twenty-five. Put in a, I'll put in a request. That could be like a twenty-five cent an hour raise in there for you. Oh, great! Thank you. We worked that out, and man, that might be able to help you in case you're a little itchy. Yeah, that, that'll motivate me. Hopefully, you're if you're a little itchy today, it just it will make sure you're not. Everything all right there? You're not scratching, not itchy. Not not yet. Sometimes when people just put something subliminally in your mind that you're like itchy and scratchy. I had Graceffo going earlier. <laughs> Boy, yeah, you did a number on James. I did a number on Graceffo earlier. He's going to go home and burn every T-shirt and get rid of his new mattress. He's going to scrub his skin off. Understand the mattress hasn't been very busy, it says. I, I called the mattress. <laughs> I called the mattress. He says it's been very quiet. It's been very, very quiet. Come on, James. Come on, James. Uh... Mark Cuban is a salesperson, and he's brilliant. He, he, he's brilliant. And I love, I mean, absolutely love Mark Cuban. Really do. Um, have had the inter- opportunity to interview him very casually, sort of long form, on the Shaq podcast, like probably three times. Long conversations. I got into his potential political aspirations uh, just fun stuff, just talking with him. And, and Mark Cuban and I have a somewhat similar worldview, but uh, I'll just say I know what he's doing. I know what he's doing. I can, I, can, I can watch. I watch. He's a salesman. And Mark Cuban's really trying to promote that, wow, the NBA is really doing well. He's trying to spin it to you. That the NBA is really, really doing well. And fact is, the NBA is in a, in a serious. Any other sport that was having it would consider it a problem. Another ratings issue. One year, year over year, the first round of the playoffs in the NBA down 27%. One out of every four televisions that watched the NBA's first round a year ago didn't watch it this year. Yeah, but John, you know, it's in August this year. It was in August. That's completely different. Uh, People are on vacations and stuff. And I'm like, okay, one out of four? One out of four televisions were turned off to the NBA. Compared to two, just just a you know two seasons down twenty seven percent. Anthony, if I said to you all, we have like three hundred eighty million people in the United States or something like that, something along those numbers. How much? Uh, how many people are watching the average NBA first round playoff game? And I'm going to just guess that we have around three hundred eighty million people in the United States. So how many people on average were watching a first-round playoff game in the NBA this year? 1.94 million is the average. 
that number's down 40%. That's down 40% from just two years ago. Mark Cuban the other day was trying to tell everybody, look, man, game seven, man, four million viewers. Man, it was awesome. Mark Cuban didn't tell you those numbers. That the NBA is down 40% in the amount of people watching. And less than 2 million people in the country on average were watching an NBA playoff game in the first round. Now look, I do believe ratings in the summer are going to be a little worse. I think they're going to be a little worse. But that number of 1.94 million on average is terrible. I mean, that, that, that's absolutely terrible. You know how much Rachel Maddow gets on, uh, on average in August? The NBA got $1.94 because I'm going to do it, just tell you people what a lot of times happens. In an election year, some people get involved with the politics, and it's bigger. Rachel Maddow averaged 3.1 million viewers in August. The NBA, 1.94. So just saying to you. Um, Hannity more than doubled. Rachel Maddow more than 35% more than an NBA game. There is a, if, if people want to ignore what's going on, they can. I will not. I'll tell you what it is. You can spin it all you want. You know how much golf is up? While the NBA is down, 27%. You know how much golf is up? 24%. So you tell me people are just that into golf? And by the way, this is golf up 24% since the pandemic when guys like Tiger Woods aren't even real true factors. The biggest draw in sports. The guy most likely to get me to the TV as a golf fan. The guy most likely to get me to the TV is if you tell me Tiger is, if Tiger's out there hitting balls on the range, they get morons like me to tune in and watch. I mean, that, that, that's me. I'm a mook. When it comes to Tiger, I'm a mook. Tiger turned me into a golf fan. Tiger turned me in. I, I watched golf marginally until Tiger Woods. You know, your, NBA, your NHL ratings, are, uh, Anthony, are actually up slightly. Up slightly. Very slight, but they're up. Do you know Major League Baseball local ratings? Up in more markets than down. So what's the difference? And I think for a lot of people it is, I don't want my sports and politics put together. My friend Colin Cowherd hosted Colin's show for him when he'd be on vacation for five years. And Colin would say, I like women and I like basketball, but I don't like women's basketball. And that used to be one of his lines. I like women. I like basketball. I like ice cream and I like spaghetti, but I don't like ice cream and spaghetti together. 
I personally enjoy political discourse. But I don't like someone telling me, shoving their political discourse down my throat when I'm there for basketball, when I'm there for football, when I'm there for golf, when I'm there for baseball. I don't want it. I don't want It's not what I'm there for, and I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Not interested in it. That's not what I'm there for. Now, on a pregame show, sure. You want to give me some of that in a pregame show? You want to give me some of that on HBO's Real Sports, which, by the way, still consistently can deliver some really, really good stories and, and really good information? Absolutely. But I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm coming to your store for your pizza, your pizza's great. And so I, I order my pizza and I'm waiting and I got to pick it up. And it, I mean, this is good. This is good pizza. It's really worth the wait. But in the interim, the person behind the counter and the guy cooking my pizza wants to talk to me over the counter and tell me uh, about their political views, their worldview, uh, and want to, you know, just constantly entertain me with it. I'm sorry. I don't want to hear it. We'll talk about the weather. We'll talk about uh, how the sports team's doing locally. Yeah, that's fine. I'm coming for your pizza. The NBA forgot that it's a pizza parlor. And I believe they're seeing what that's about right now. I think they're seeing it in the business model. You're free to share a thought at 855-212-4CBS. Sal in Chicago joins us. Sal, what's going on, buddy? Hey, good morning. You know what? I agree with you one thousand percent. I am done. Well, I, I was done with the NBA since well, like don't Jordan be done retired. With it. You're going to be done uh, with it. Done <laughs> with it. Let me let me, let me talk. You're still here. They're so they're watching sports nowadays is like watching CNN. Like I don't yes. watch ESPN anymore. It's just too much politics going on. It's a turnoff. And like you I, said, I go to I go to sports to get away from politics. And then the NBA is too much involved with it. The NFL is getting that way. And I, I'm quite frankly turned off with the NFL. NBA don't watch anyways, but just LeBron James, he needs to get get into politics and retire, buddy, okay? There's too much, you know, I don't, like I said, it's just too much of a turnoff right see now. now. See, now here the thing is, is that then the people, and I appreciate your call, turning it off, I'm just going to tell you you're missing out because I think there's just am- some amazing talents and some, some really good stories, and some of these playoff series have been pretty wild. And the story of the Miami Heat, we'll talk about them a little bit later on, uh, Truly amazing. They're, they're, they're fun stories. And I'm enjoying the bubble and really enjoying it because I was just so, 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 so starving for sports. Just dying for it. But I can understand. You don't ha- it doesn't have to be one or the other. You can, all, you can be all about social justice and not want to have it be a part of your baseball game. And it doesn't make you a bad person. You can be all about equality for every race, color, creed in this country. And by the way, if you aren't, I'd like to examine your soul and wonder what's in it. What, 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 what made you like that? And that's a little uh, opinion on my part, but what, 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 why in the world would you not be in support of it? And you cannot want that to be a part of uh, viewing a NFL game or a college football game. And it doesn't make you a bad person. 
there are people out there right now trying to make you feel that if you don't want to combine the two, you are in some way flawed as an individual. And that's crap. Absolutely. It's crap. It's terrible. And it's completely false. You don't have to be all about everything being being in, in, ingested into your life. Every single social cause, every single uh, social, religious, political, whatever it is, does not have to be inserted into every single thing that you consume, every single thing that you're a part of in your life. It does not have to be there. And every one of us has a platform. And for those in the NBA, those in the NFL, college football, whatever, they have amazing platforms. And you can choose to use them, your personal platform, any way you want. But Mark Cuban can spin it any way he wants. People are getting turned off. People are getting turned off. And they're not, they're not enjoying the marriage of the two, and it's constant. It's beat over your head. And there was a time when ESPN ran off Michael Smith and Jamel Hill, calling it Woke Center, and they ran them off, saying this doesn't fit our narrative, this doesn't fit our, our programming. And somehow, it's all come back full circle. Absolutely. All right. Where are the NFC and AFC teams going to be seated? Find out if your NFL team has a future next. John Kincaid Show, CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 